Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you may be joining us from in the world. Let's keep it real. Welcome to the It's Real Radio Talk Show. I am your host, Elder Coilette James, and I've got my two co-hosts with me, Miss Tanya Clark Roberts and Mr. Funny Man himself, D.L. Henry. We are thankful that you have joined us today, and I'm going to let them say hello, and then we'll start discussing our topic for today. Good morning. Good afternoon, people. Good morning, beautiful. How are you? Hey, awesome. Hey. Awesome. Good, good morning. Can you all hear me? Yes, we yeah. can. Oh, well, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Once again, it's your man, Comedian D.L. here, letting you know that the devil has not hijacked heaven. God is still in charge, and I'm excited about the topic today because it's going to tell me what's not fact-friendly. Yes, sir. Let's get ready. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You guys have to know, C.D. does a stunt um, in his, his stand-up show dealing with fat-friendly things. And um, just when he said that, it just kind of brought the vision back to me. So anyway, um, he's kind of let the, bag, the cat out of the bag. Our conversation today, our topic is dealing with health issues. Um, we are in toward the end of the month of February, and as we all know, we start off the year on a roll. We make all our little resolutions and promises and vows and what have you on what we're going to do and how we're going to treat our temples better and what we our, our workout schedule is going to be this, that, and the other. And the gyms get all of your money in January, and by February you're like, okay, well, I'll catch you next year. So we want to come together today and to encourage you and to give you some tips and pointers and insight on taking care of your body. The Word of God says that the body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, and no unclean thing should dwell in our temples. So we need to learn how to take better care of ourselves and to, to really to reverence the bodies that God has given us. Um, there are many of us out there that kind of, you know, have petitioned God for a new one <laughs> um, because you have different issues and things going on with your current one. But there are holistic things that can be done 
to improve your quality of life. We want to be here. We want to be available for God. We all have greatness in us. We all have mandates upon us and things that God has called us to accomplish in this earth realm and assignments that he has specifically given us to carry out. But if we're not in the best of health, that causes an issue and a problem to go forth and take care of what we need to do for the Lord, seriously. So we want to to talk today and, like I said, and give you some pointers and what have you on how to better assist your own health um, in your own health regimen so that you're not running back to the doctor all the time and and taking all these medicines that don't cure. They just, you know, personally, I I look at some of these commercials that come on, and if I had some of the things that they are talking about, I think I would rather have the disease than to take the medication because the the side effects are like, Unbelievable, unbelievable. So we have a special guest that's going to join us today, um, and we're really, really happy to welcome her to the show. She is an actual health coach, and we're going to talk about that as well. Her name is Ms. Ane Satori. Um, she says she has saturated the holistic health industry since 1986. Um, she was pre-diagnosed with cervical cancer and through holistic health guidance was able to help her body heal within five weeks. That's an awesome thing wow. by the grace of God, I'm sure, by wow. the grace yeah. of God. Um, She transitioned into a new lifestyle and better health and happiness and would later become to share with everyone on her path. She's achieved many personal and professional accolades for her health and wellness contributions to family, friends, customers, clients, and business associates alike. She has professionally consulted with almost for almost a decade and a half and is mentored by some of today's prolific and world-renowned advisors and coaches. And her largest accolade is being proud of and cherishing her consistent heartfelt desire and efforts as a health coach and helping others achieve their goals. So that's what we want to deal with today is the ability to help others achieve their goals. So, Ane, welcome to It's Real. Hello? Ane, are you there? Hello? Okay, I see you on the line, but I cannot hear you. Um, is your phone on mute, possibly? You might want to check. Maybe she dropped the mic. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, after that introduction, okay. I would have dropped the mic. You want nothing else to be a part Okay. I'm going to take her offline and pull it back in and see if, if that works, because I show that she's live. Okay, now try hearing a name. Now I can. What do you? Okay. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. I had it on mute for some reason, but thank you so much for um, having me on the show, Colette, and to the co-hosts. I'm truly honored and blessed to be here. Awesome. Now, how do you pronounce your name again? It's like Rene, but it's Ah, Ane. Satori. Ah, Ane. Okay, Ane. Ah, yeah. I got you. All right. Yes. Ah, Ane. All right. Fancy. Yes. I like that. <laughs> okay, so I name. I have a question for you. We hear um, of life coaches, and you know, in the sports world, there are sporting coaches, football coach, basketball coach, and all of those different things. Explain exactly what a health coach 
is and what you do. Okay, as a health coach, um, I provide accountability services, coaching services, because we find so many people that are frustrated, that have given up, that actually go into depression, trying to deal with their health issues, trying to lose weight, even trying just to not be depressed. And, and it takes them working with someone else to keep them accountable to themselves because we don't know how to do that sometimes and we need that help. So for me, I provide accountability coaching services to help others reach their goal of creating a sustainable lifestyle of better health and happiness. Those two do go hand in hand. All right. Absolutely. Yes, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. Okay, so tell us how important um, our, our regimen is, our daily regimen. What what should we do um, just from the standpoint of how do we start, okay, because we have goals in mind that we want to achieve and what have you, but how do you start a health-happy regimen for yourselves because a lot of people don't even know where to begin. They're they're plagued with all these advertisements and this pill is supposed to be good and that herb is supposed to be good. But where do you start um, to improve your health? Colette, that's a good question. And I can personally tell you that like many, many, many other people, I have invested so much money in trying to do the trends trying to do the paleo diet, trying to do the Dr. Oz diet, trying to do, you know, this diet, that diet, and diets truthfully do not work. And the reason why they don't work is because we have something called bioindividuality. So on the commercial market, they don't tell you that. They're telling you, oh, it's going to work for you. This is what the situation is. But the truth of the matter is is that we're all different, and we have all different genetic makeups, we have all different ways of being brought up in terms of the foods that we eat or are accustomed to eating, and these things do play a factor. Along with that, we have what's called primary foods, crucial, because primary foods are foods that are not on our plate. These are relationships, our careers, spirituality, and fitness. All of this plays a part. So, for example, take the lady who's sitting on the couch, and she's depressed. And she's lonely. And to other people, they may say, well, she's just lazy. She's just overweight. She don't want to do anything but eat. That's not true. She's sitting there. She's feeding herself with bonbons. And on every commercial, she's going to the refrigerator to get food. When all it could be is someone taking the time to hear what's really going on inside of her. Maybe it's a trauma, a traumatic experience that she had when she was younger. So we deal with the mindset first. The first thing to do is to get the mind right. When you get the mindset that I want to be healthy, that well-being is my birthright, it is our divine birthright to be healthy, you know, and to, to be uh, abundant in all things. And this includes our health and our wellness. And then we have to look at nourishment. That's our secondary uh, 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 foods that we deal with, the things that we put on our plate. I am a proponent. I live this. It's something that I don't talk about. I live it. And uh, Colette has come to know that about me. You know, what we put in our bodies not only nurtures the body, but it nurtures the mind as well. So what we choose to put in our bodies matter. And then the other side of this Back in 2001, I was about 65 pounds overweight. Um, it came from having a sit-in job, marriage life, husband, wife, a husband, kids, and all of that. And so I had a job where I sat down and I would just always go out to eat for lunch and I gained the pounds on. Well, 
it wasn't good for my health. And when you have excess fatty tissue in the body, it is the number one cause now of cancer developing in the body. Um, being that I had already overcome being diagnosed with pre-cervical cancer, I decided again to take my life and my control with God's guidance and do what I knew I had to do. In other words, I decided to become responsible and accountable for me, not letting the doctors or anybody else take that responsibility from me. I started. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't afford to go to the gym, so I took my broomstick at home. I took the broom part off of it. I used the broomstick as a, uh, um, you know, to do twitches for my torso. I took my books and things all off my uh, uh, tea table, coffee table, and I used it as my bench. You know, I went to Walmart and I bought some $5 weights, you know, three pounds, five pounders, and I began to work at home. I decided to get out every day. I used the tennis court in my complex as my, my track, and I would walk around it so many times until I did a mile a day. So it takes a mindset first and foremost, and you don't have to invest a lot of money. You don't have to be at the uh, gym club, especially if you feel uncomfortable around other people. You can do this in the comfort of your home. Let's say you're incapacitated. I have people that are on walkers, people that are in wheelchairs. I tell them when you're sitting on the sofa and a commercial comes on, just lift your leg up as high as you can get it. Do maybe five or ten reps. When, when another commercial come on, do the other leg. When another commercial come on, raise your arms up. Go get two gallons of water and one in each hand. That's five pounds apiece. And raise your arms up. There is so much that we can do. But most importantly, learn how to breathe. Because every time you breathe, I used to do 2,500 crunches a week until I realized that every time we breathe and we breathe properly, we are actually exercising the diaphragm, which exercises the stomach muscles, and you strengthen your stomach muscles. They're there. So these are just some wow. of the little things that we can do that don't cost money. If you're going to sit on the sofa, then just do a little bit. If you can get off the sofa, then pick up a broomstick, use it, you know, use the coffee table, use a chair, you know, and these are the things I teach everyday people to do because this is what I did, and I've been able to keep that 65 pounds off me since. Wow. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. amazing. DL, I know you had started a, um, a serious health regimen a couple of years ago and lost a lot of weight. What did you find was your hardest? Being um, in sticking with your regiment because I would like I made to speak to some of the the pitfalls that we fall into once we start. Yeah, I think he's off. No, he's still on. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I was asking because I know you started a very serious regimen um, a few years ago yourself, and I was curious as to what were some of the pitfalls that you found yourself falling in when in trying to keep up with the regimen that you started because I want Ana to speak to how we, we stay, keep our stick-to-itiveness. Okay, I think I lost him that time. Oh, there he is. Hold on. <laughs> Say that again. I, man, I, my fingers are fat. See, I need to lose weight in my fingers, too, because it just hit the button. I just half the time. I don't know what be going on. You know what? I'm trying to tell you. I just want to know. I really want to know, you know, this health issue I've been trying to lose weight. I just want to get to a place where my chair don't cut. 
Every time I sit down my chair, it's like, so I just, that's what I need help with. How do I get to a place where I can sit down in the chair and it don't cuss? You need oh, to shut Lord. Up. Lord, Lord, yes. help him, Jesus. Help him. Yes, yes let's have revival for him. <laughs> Here was my question to you, sir, before your okay. parents started cussing. Okay. <laughs> um, I know that a few years ago you started a very, very strict um, health regimen for yourself, and, and you lost a lot of weight. You, you did a phenomenal job, but I wanted to know what were some of the pitfalls that you found yourself falling in when you started somewhat falling off the wagon, per se? Because um, I wanted oh. Ane to address how do we keep our focus once we start the regimen. That's the thing. You you have to, you know, you have to stay focused. Um, for me, I, I started the regimen, I ended up losing 150 pounds. Mm-hmm. But I cut a lot of things out of um, my diet. And um, just like Arne was saying, you it has to be a mindset. And you have to keep that mindset. I started falling off when I became a, um, when I got uh, custody of my three boys. And they didn't want to okay. eat the way I, I ate. And so mm-hmm. my, my thing was, okay, y'all eat so much, I can't afford four different meals. And so it. what I found myself doing is eating what they wanted to accommodate them. Instead yes. of forcing yes. them into the healthy lifestyle that I had, that's deep. And so that's what end up happening. So when you when you get on uh, this regimen, because it's a lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. And so for me, they got they was like, Dad, I'm so tired of eating fish, chicken, and turkey. You know, because I didn't have any beef or pork in my diet because that's just good for me and my makeup and my body. And so when mm-hmm. I cut away that and and a lot of the sugar. Um, I drop the weight comes off me really quick. Just like now, I'm I'm really back on, you know, getting away from the sugar, getting away back away from beef and pork because I thank God I don't have well, not thank God, but I don't have my three boys anymore. They're they're in college and producing and all this stuff, so nobody can change the lifestyle. Now I can go back to that, and mm-hmm. I can stick with that. But that was really my downfall. I, you know what, I was accommodating them. And in that, I got back into eating the fast foods and things of that nature because it was it was quick. You know, a father, uh, a single father with three growing boys, you know, sometimes, you know, you can cook. It just ain't enough. And so you're going to yeah. do the fast thing. Absolutely. And so that's actually what happened happened to me. And so um, my thing is I'm looking for any advice now, you know, because the truth, I believe in this holistic thing because i tell you a quick story. I remember I came to do a show for a lady out in Vegas. I think her name was Colette James. I don't know if she remembers. <laughs> <laughs> but she, in, she introduced me uh, to this, um, I want to say herbalist. I had never mm-hmm. seen anything like this. Angela. This lady looked in my eye and told me exactly what was wrong with me mm-hmm. and the herbs that I needed to get. And that actually really started me on my journey. And my thing is I really need to get back to that because I really believe that stuff works because she gave me some stuff called Amazing Green, and then she gave me these nasty drops for uh, your <laughs> immune system. 
They was the na- it's the nastiest stuff in the world. But I can say it truly worked because oh, yeah. anytime I felt the inkling of being sick, I put a couple of these nasty drops on my tongue, and I'm trying to tell you the nastiness left. So I, my thing mm-hmm. is, I'm the type of person. I don't care how nasty it is. If it works, then I'm I'm oh, like you. Okay, I'm for it too. Yeah. That's it. So, Anae, what what kind of advice would you give to someone like that would be like in DL's situation where um, they started they started the regiment, but then things change in their lifestyle. You, you might have started it when you were single, then you get married, and your mate doesn't want to eat what you eat, or or in his case, he got custody of his sons, um, and and so there's there's how do you make that transition within your home? Um, when when the rest of your household is not participants in your holistic lifestyle? Um, first of all, Dio, that's an excellent, excellent scenario. I get it. It is so common. You're not alone. And, of course, I had to experience that myself. And one of the things that you said, you said a lot of great things. One is the mindset, again. It is so crucially important. Um, I want to address also that you made a point about when Angela gave you those bitter herbs, you know, Anything that is bitter, first of all, if you even look in the Bible, Genesis, uh, Genesis 129 talks about uh, fruit and herbs and things of that, you know, nature. Herbs are designed to be bitter because that's how come they're effective, and that's why they're designed to do the job that they're, to do, they're doing. So God got that right. The other part of that is when you said, um, if it works, you don't care. And that's one of the big things that I try to get people to understand. I, when you're fighting for your life, it's your life. I'm not concerned about how it tastes at that point. That's secondary. I am concerned about how it's going to make me feel, how it's going to give me energy and stamina, how it's going to make my mind stay, you know, consistently alert and and focused, able to focus, because that's why we have so many people with Lou Gehrig's disease, Alzheimer's disease, dementia, you know, because of the mind, okay? So that mindset is the key to absolutely anything and everything that we do. The other thing about the family not eating exactly what you eat, there is a website, and if you have pen and paper, you might want to write it down. It's called All Recipes, just the way it is, allrecipes.com. I go on this website, and I find, you know, now I'm a vegetarian and vegan, and remember, I told you I practice what's called bio-individuality. I haven't always been that way. I used to honestly think everybody should be a vegetarian, and, and I didn't understand why everybody wasn't. But what I later learned when I went back to school and became certified in nutrition is that because of our genetic makeup, like if you heard that book, Eat Right for Your Blood Type, you know, there are different cultural uh, uh, effects that we also have, you know, if you eat a certain way. Like my body, for example, when I was going through the the, uh, pre-diagnosis, the cancer thing and all that, it would crave curry. I don't know why I crave curry, but it did crave curry. So I actually went to an authentic Indian restaurant, cuisine restaurant, and every now and then I feed my body Indian food because curry is so good for the digestive system. It helps the immune system, and it's good for removing and helping to avoid or prevent cancer. So when you have a certain way that you've been brought up or 
your body on its own. It could be in your spiritual DNA. That's how deep this is. It may not just be physical. It could be in your spiritual DNA. When your body craves certain things, and it really does know, God gave us a blueprint. The body would tell you what it wants. So when you have a made-up mind that you want to eat a certain way, to help you to stick to that and to appease other people, allrecipes.com have an arranged when I tell you a variety, when I tell you um, um, uh, uh, just a plethora of different types of menus and cuisines and foods for every culture possible on the face of the earth, they really do offer that. I want to give you one quick scenario. I used to go to, uh, it was a club sort of, an organization that uh, started from California. They moved here to Atlanta, Georgia, and they was bringing like the the LA people, the people from Chicago, which is originally where I'm from, people from New York, New Jersey, all over together, and they would have this, um, what do you call it, the appetizing banquet or whatever. And what I noticed is that everybody had what they wanted, but all I got was some mashed potatoes that didn't even have gravy, not even butter on it. So I went to the manager and I said, wait a minute. I said, I'm not being represented. He says, what do you mean? I said, well, I'm a vegetarian, and I think we should at least have a salad or something that I can eat. He says, well, what do you want to do about it? I said, well, I tell you what. Let me cook at my expense. I'll pay for the cost, and I'll cook for everybody. I went home, and this is the God's honest truth. I created an Italian uh, lasagna, veggie lasagna, and I, I, they let me use their big kitchen and everything. Honestly, I thought I was Chef Ramsay. I used their kitchen and everything. I had my assistant, and we cooked all this food. I came home. I told the chef that was there. I said, don't let anybody uh, eat this until we get back because I had to go home and change. My chef calls me up like an hour and a half later. He says, Anae, you need to get back here. I said, why? He says, somebody put your trays out, and they are going through this food. When I got back there, I said, well, put two plates out, one for me and my husband. When I got back there, they had sent someone out to the store to get some uh, stofers. <laughs> Stouffer's lasagna to try to fool me, and I inadvertently put the stouffer's on my plate. I took one bite. I didn't even have to chew it. I just let it out my mouth. I said, uh-uh, this is not mine. I can tell the difference. What had happened was that they didn't know it was vegetarian, and it was so good, D.L., they ate it all up. And he asked me, can you do this again? What I find when I entertain at home, I don't even tell my guests, you know, sometimes. Right. Because people got a mindset they're not going to like it. And so they, you know, how they don't, how do you know? My granddaughter say, Nana, I don't want to eat a veggie burger. I said, Kyla, how do you know you don't like it? She said, it's an educated opinion. I said, you know what an educated opinion is? Everybody's got one. Try it first. And if you don't like it, now you're informed. She tried it, and, 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 and now she's eating it today. So what I say to you is that the foods that you are eating, that the changes you made, and then you made a point about sugar. Oh, God, sugar is yeah. so deadly. It is so deadly. It is sugar, alcohol, and tobacco, the three major killers of our society, and I'm talking globally. So let's just start with sugar. Get the sugar. This is a quick remedy right here. Get the sugar. Get the bad fats. They're good fats like avocado, olive oil. Safflower oil, coconut oil, those are good fats we can use. Get the bad fats out of the diet, the sugar out of the diet, the salt 
out of the diet. If you want to season your food, you can use liquid aminos. It's excellent, and it really does season your food. Great for vegetables. I use it for spinach and broccoli, mixed vegetables. It is excellent. You can also get away from processed foods. When I go to a Kroger's, a Walmart, a Publix, or whatever kind of grocery store, when I walk past the program, the processed foods, you know, the crackers, the cookies, the potato chips, all that junk food, I don't see it as potato chips, crackers, all of that. I see it as this is the murder owl. That's exactly what I say. I'm staying away from the murder owl. So processed foods are murdering foods because, first of all, they're not organic. They're not natural. They didn't come from God's green earth. They came from man-made ingredients that causes the body to react as in an allergic reaction. And so when you put sugar, even the natural cane sugar, which did come from the earth, but because of the way they process it and all the things they do to it, when that gets into the body, the liver can't can't process it. The liver can't break it down. And so what happens, it's thrown into the body immediately. It causes the pancreas to totally just fail, and the pancreas stops doing its job, which is to make insulin for the blood. When that happens, this is how we become diabetic. When that happens, this is how the blood pressure raises. Now we're, 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 we're um, on borderline stroking or having heart attacks. We have more people that have blood uh, 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 strokes or, or, or clogs in the blood or the arteries. They're having uh, heart attacks. Um, uh, my own brother just had his leg amputated last March, and just last week I spoke to him this morning, five this morning. He told me he went back in to have part of it, another part of it cut off, and I just had to give him a rude awakening. And I asked him a question: When are you going to realize that the doctors have an investment in you? I don't have an investment in you. You're my brother. I want to see you healthy. I'm living this life. You see the life I'm living, and you see the results. Why are you continuing to listen to someone who makes their money off of you being sick? I don't get it. So to your question in a nutshell, go on allrecipes.com, and when I tell you like cherry chocolate dessert pudding, you can eat this stuff. You just have to know what's in it. What's in the food? And one more thing, I was reading this morning, I sent out a petition to my uh, congressperson to let them know that I want them to not pass this bill. There is a bill called the DARK Act, DARK, D-A-R-K Act. And what it means is that they're trying to pass a law where we won't even know what's in our food. They won't tell us if it's engineered, uh, uh, genetically engineered, or if it has a genetic uh, modified organism in it, which is synthetic. If you take a bug, we're talking a bug. It can be a ladybug. It can be a mosquito. I don't care what it is. Bugs know the difference. They will not eat a synthetic plant. They go to the, the real plant from God's green earth. So if an insect is smart enough, just knows not to eat something synthetic that's not real, why would we do it? Mm. That's a good Good question. about it. (laughs) You know, you just have such a wealth of information. And, you know, uh, to be perfectly honest with you, when I lost all the weight, I I did. I went to a vegan lifestyle. And And so that's what I did for the first four months. And that's why I dropped weight so uh, dramatically because I ate all organic foods and I went to a vegan lifestyle. And there were some really, really good recipes. I remember one time I made a, a, a vegan mac and cheese. And my kids loved it better than they loved uh, the regular mac and cheese. I mean, it was really, really uh, that that good. And so um, 
yeah, but you have such a wealth of information. How can, I guess, I know Colette's supposed to do this, but how can someone, like, reach you for coaching or your information? I am actually global. I, I have clients that I work with over the phone. Majority of them are over the phone. Those who are obviously here local in Atlanta want to see me in person. Um, and so I have offices all over Atlanta to do that, but I basically work by the phone now. In addition to that, when we work by the phone, I also communicate online through Skype and also via email because I have clients that are very, very busy. And so I'm also on Fiverr, F-I-V as in victory, E-R-R as in red.com. Um, I'm setting up on there where people that don't have time, they just want to have a question answered. They don't have time to come in for 50 minutes. You understand? So I tell them, send me your question through email, through email, and I'll get it back to you, you know, within 24 hours, no later than 48 hours. So I work on all levels to accommodate anybody who is serious. And, you know, uh, I'm also a real estate agent, and what that means, we have a saying, you have to be ready, willing, and able. I don't take every client unless they are ready, willing, and able to, to, to change their lifestyle. And my company, by the way, is called 360 Degrees Lifestyle Coaching, and God gave me the name because we have to turn around completely from the things that we grew up with, our mindset. Nothing bogs me out than when I hear somebody say something, well, you know, this is how my grandma ate and this is how she fed me. And so the doctor said I got diabetes just because, you know, my, my family had it. And I tell them, no, you don't. You have diabetes because you continue on the pattern that your family had. I know this because I'm the seventh of seven children, and all of my sisters and brothers are overweight. They have diabetes. They have heart problems. You know, they're suffering 22 different meds, and, you know, how did I get away with it? Now, you can say, well, God blessed me. You're right. He did. He blessed me with enough sense to say I want to be responsible and accountable for my own life, and I made a decision to take that responsibility and be accountable for it. That is the only difference. So, so if they want to reach out to you, I may. How do they reach you? They can reach me through the email. I'm sorry, through the uh, website. It's three six zero LSC, so as in lifestyle coaching. Three six zero LSC dot life L I F E, and then they can call me at seven seven zero nine zero four one four four seven 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 zero Nine zero four one four four seven. And also, for those of you all who are on LinkedIn.com, you can go on LinkedIn.com forward slash I N as in Nancy forward slash Anaysatori, and my name is spelled A H N A Y S A T O R I. That's LinkedIn.com forward slash I-N forward slash A-H-N-A-Y-S-A-T-O-R-I. And look at my recommendations, and it speaks for itself. And my well, endorsement. That's, that's what I'm talking about. i got to get on it because I want people to reach me at 706-814-SEXY. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be on it. <laughs> Oh, and one more thing I want to point out, DL, Colette, I just want to say one more thing. In my, uh, as a certified coach, I'm with the International Association for Health Coaches. 
I am well trained and versed in over 100 different diets. And what that means, Brother Issa, I brought Colette. She was uh, looking at me laughing. But Issa, uh even have a hallelujah diet. We have the paleo diet. We do have the eat right for your blood type. We have the Dr. Oz ultimate diet, and we have the Dr. Fields diet. In other words, we even have an ice cream diet. Now, I don't know how people lose weight on ice cream, but the point I'm making, everybody's body is different. So we're able to find something that's going to work right for you, customized specifically for you. All right. So, but that's good. That's good to know because people like me, um, I'm just speaking for myself, I don't do regimented diets. I can't because I'm not a that type of structured individual. Right. Um, I do watch what I eat now because I'm trying to get some things going. Um, I'm getting ready to go full-time in ministry, and I know the pace is going to be grueling, and I've got to get myself acclimated to where God is taking me. So I have started a regimen. I thank God I've lost 12 pounds. I'm grateful to his glory uh, that I have been Yay. able to do that. But it's for, for people that are, are not regimented, and, and it's, for some reason, it's just the name diet. <laughs> it's like, but it, it just seems like you're missing out on something. So I appreciate what you were saying as far as a lifestyle change. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's almost like those that are in school and they hear the word test. And it's not that they don't know the information, but as soon as you hear the word test, your brain freezes, and you're unable to do it because you freeze up because you're afraid of the test. Um, I believe yep. it's the same way when you're dealing with diets. I mean, and Tanya, you you have done an incredible thing with your body and transformation and stuff. Kind of share how you, you've done your transformation. I am just like what our speaker a beautiful lady, and thank you again for what you were saying because I'm a, also, I believe in that. I'm really into a lot of holistic medicines, and I do believe that God created our bodies to heal themselves. I just believe that we've gotten off structured. And I've been DL. I have a family. I have a husband and a daughter, and I try to force them to eat some of the things. But I'm like DL, and, and like Anna has said, I'm one of the kind of people I can check it down if I know I don't care what it tastes like. If I know it's good for me, I can chuck it down. But not my daughter or my husband. They have gag reflux. You know what I'm saying? So I've lost a lot of food that way. But I will, and I want to just really tell a lot of people out there what she's saying is the truth. You can't go by, I can't do what Elder Colette does to maybe um, come down off of pounds. Or DL, men and women are different when it comes to losing weight. But I'm like you, um, um, Elder Colette. I don't call myself, I don't call it a diet. I do call it a eating well regimen and to where I was like clean eating, you know, only. And I, my body can tell you now when it's artificial sugar, artificial salt. I'm not a big processed mm-hmm. food eater as well. I worked at a grocery store. I am not going to lie. I began to have a, 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 a grocery store impulse. Um, I began to buy all kinds of things because I've seen it on sale. I'm a, I was a BOGO baby. And when I would go to the grocery store, I found myself getting those 3 for $5 Pop-Tarts and different things for my family. And then one day I had a customer say to me, "Miss Tanya, I see that you've really done a lot with your eating. I go, yeah. She said, but let me ask you a question. You stop eating poisoning, but you're going to still poison your family? And I was like, what? Mm. She said, you're still poisoning your family? That's not balanced. 
So I just want to say, and I'm going to shut it off right here, I don't buy that stuff anymore in my house. I don't put it in there. If you don't put it in there, then it's nothing, it's nothing to go to. You know what I'm saying? So I believe in everything that you're saying. I want to thank you so much because I got off track because I, my house was flooded and we were in a hotel for four months. So all I had was eating out all the time. And let me tell everybody, just because they said that it's a low-calorie, caloretic, um, Weight Watchers meal at Applebee's, you better not believe it. You know what I'm trying to say? Because there's a lot of garbage in it. And like you're saying, we got to be aware of what our bodies are telling us. So I, I agree with that. And the biggest the biggest thing is also cooking. We we have gotten so away from that. And I understand we're in a fast paced world, but we have gotten so far of home cooking. And let me tell you, I cook about ninety five, maybe ninety eight percent of my food at home because I'm going to know what's in it. Now, I Amen. always get clients say, well, it's so expensive, and they it's so expensive to buy organic. I'm going to give you the hierarchy of health. The hierarchy, also I want to point out, Tanya, I also say eating regimen. The only reason why I have to use the word diet, because that's what most people in this society understand, but when I get right. them in the program, even that mindset changes to an eating regimen. It's a lifestyle change, and that's what it is. Um, but for those who say, when I go to the store, this is all, you know, I don't know how to do it or what do I do. I actually have taken my clients to the store. When it comes to primary foods, I've taken people to get makeovers, you understand, so they can feel better about themselves. So we work with the whole person inside and out. Now, when you go to the store, I'm going to tell people the first thing you want to do, and I'm going to make it so simple. Eat as closely to nature as possible. In other words, if you got to eat the cow, eat a cow that's going to be grazing on grass, not on grain. God <laughs> didn't make a cow to eat on grain. If you're going to eat chicken, eat a chicken that is grazing, that, that eats grain that is cage-free. Chickens were meant to fly around and fluck and all that stuff. They, they're not meant to be caged up. They get sick and diseased. So what I'm saying, my hierarchy, health hierarchy or eating hierarchy is this. When I go in the store, I will look for the organic foods first. It starts off, I believe, with 411. There's a code number on there. You want to look at that code. And you can also get a uh, uh, the qualifier, that little uh, uh, symbol thing, that uh, scan, the scanner. You can get a scan app on your phone to scan your food. You don't depend on other people to give you that information. Get it on your phone. And when I'm in the store, I'm scanning those those little barcodes to see where this food originated, if it's a GMO, genetic modified organism, or if it's GE, genetically engineered. Because if it comes out of a lab, I promise you it's going to cause cancer. So we want to know that. If you can't buy organic, because it may be a little more expensive for some people, then go to your regular produce. When you get your regular produce, get you some apple cider vinegar and make sure, get it in a spray bottle and spray the organisms off. If you think I'm kidding about this, this vinegar, take a worm. I, I kid you not, because my plant had a parasite. It was a worm, and I didn't know it was a worm until I sprayed the sink and saw the thing moving. And I'm like, look at this. That vinegar killed it in seconds. So clean your food with apple cider vinegar. The best vinegar on the market is called Bragg's, B-R-A-G-G-S. They've been around since 1809-something, and I live by them. You know, I've been with them for over 30 years. So you want to get that. By the way, it's called ACV, apple cider vinegar. You can use it as a tonic to drink every day with honey to cleanse your body out. It works for rheumatoid arthritis to get an inflammation out of the body. It is amazing. So consider that. Yes, All right, what if I can't? 
What if I can't uh, afford regular produce? Then go to the frozen produce, okay? If you yes. got to do it, go to the frozen produce. What if I can't afford the frozen produce? Now, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to be clear about it. I cannot, nor will I ever recommend canned goods unless the world has blown up and we're all trying to survive off of canned goods that are left behind. Because Amen. I'm saying to you, those canned goods have been sitting up in a warehouse for decades. You don't know. And then they'll bring them to the store, and we don't know how long they sit there, and then we open them up. You don't know what's in your can. Now, here's another thing. When you get processed food like boxes of cereals or canned goods, stuff like that, on top of the can, and most of us don't clean our cans, and even if we do, we never even think to clean the box. So what do we do? We open up the box of cereal with our fingers. Now we're transmitting what might look like dust, but it's actually rat droppings that have crumbled. I know, it makes you kind of ill. So I'm telling you, I don't do canned goods at all unless it's just an absolute matter of life and death and there's nothing on the earth that I can do. If I can't go find a farm to eat directly from the ground, will I do something in a canned good? So that's the health hierarchy that you want. Organic first, then regular produce. If it's not organic, can't afford organic, then frozen. And eat as closely to the earth as possible. That's it. That's good. That's that's a good word. We have we have a caller on the line that has a question. Um, you're calling from area code four two five. Your mic is open. Okay. Good good morning. Um, God bless you all. This is the uh, subject that I I just simply love. Hey, Seth. Um, my name is Denise, and um, I just want to say that there's a couple of takeaways I take from the way my parents ate and their parents ate, and those takeaways are smaller portions and, you know, eating as much from the ground as you can. Um, the other comment I'd like to make is uh, shopping. Rarely um, am I going in the inner aisles. You definitely uh, shop in the perimeter where the fruits and vegetables and dairy and but when you get to those inner aisles, you get into preservatives, high salt content, and all kinds of things going on. And so that's the way to I agree. I agree with that. I wanted to say something. Absolutely. A customer told me something one time. I said, how do you afford to buy organic and things? She said, let me ask you a question. How do hmm. all elderly people afford prescriptions? For diabetes, high blood pressure, and different things. How do you afford $135 bottles of prescription that you got to get every month? How do you afford that? Yes. So you either pay yes. now or you pay later. Pay so I'm later. out there to tell Absolutely. everybody right now what you're getting in organic and what you're getting, what what our beautiful life coach is teaching us is what we're what we're paying a little extra for now. Then you may not have to get that pair of shoes because I'm like this now. I can't eat a pair of shoes or an outfit. I'd rather put it inside of my body now because what we have Absolutely. to understand now is our fast food restaurants and people like that, they're killing us with our food. And Absolutely. we're not lasting as long anymore. You know, people are dropping dead at the age of 55, and that's not old age. And and Denise, the caller was on the phone, has lost 75 pounds by changing her eating regimen and buying things that, are in, that her body can adjust to. And um, so I'm here to say... Pay now or pay later. And I had a one customer say this to me as well, you guys. 
I said, the organic and all that's expensive. She said, everybody thinks it exp- it's expensive, but if you stop buying the chips, the cookies, that's the right. sodas, that's and all right. that other stuff, then you can afford that's that right. little extra um, cage-free chicken and organic. Because what people don't know is it just costs a little bit more to go first class. It don't take that's a lot, just a go. little bit. There you go. And it, it, you know what? It's 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 a it's a long term plan. And and you know what? I had that same question too. Another uh, customer, I was in the store shopping. I shop at Whole Foods, and asked me the same question. You know, because at Whole Foods you can go in there and get two products seriously and, and spend one hundred fifty dollars. And sure I told can. her the same similar thing. I said, you know what? I'd rather spend one hundred and fifty dollars any day than to have a bill. Somebody trying to you know in my credit report because I can't afford three hundred thousand dollar surgery or all these meds and things. You know, it, yep. it truly comes down to what you just said. I said the same thing. I choose to pay now, invest now, not even pay, invest in myself and in my health. And then here's another thing. When you are healthy, your mind is right. So you're going to start yeah. thinking, you know, the way God created you. You're going to be more creative and productive. You're going to be more alert, and, and you're going to have energy. You're going to want to do what you were meant to do. You will create an income. Use your God-given, you know, talents and gifts. And we don't know we have them because we're so fogged in our minds. Yeah, that's deep. That's deep right there. People don't realize what they're getting from these fast food restaurants, uh, and and that's that's just surreal. I have a puppy, bless her heart, will eat anything, paper, leather, you name it, cough, (laughs) she will eat it. I had a friend that was um, staying with me and had bought some chicken nuggets from McDonald's. Do you know my puppy played with that nugget? It fell on the floor. <laughs> she played with it and would not eat it. I'm like, and I tell this to everybody. I promise you, I tell this story to everybody because I'm like, y'all need to stay away from that stuff, okay? If the dog okay. won't eat it, okay? If the dog yeah. won't eat it, something is seriously wrong. I agree. Because, like I said about the insect, insect, animals, they just have this innate ability that God has given them to know when it's murder food. And they want to live like anything else. Another thing I want to point out, Colette, to the listeners, how much do we eat? Because you know what? We overeat. And you let these foods tell you, mm-hmm. oh, well, I want to get my money's worth, so I'm going to get a big gulp. I'm going to get a big size. Okay, go right ahead. The palm of your hand, which is the size of your heart, is the equivalent of the food we really should be eating. So when I go out, for example, if I have to go to a restaurant, remember I told you 95 to 90% I cook at home, but for that 3 to 5% I have to go out, I am looking, I tell them how to, to prepare my food. I kid you not. If I want a salad, I'm going to tell them how I want it and what is in it. Can you tell me the ingredients? Ask for the ingredients. Don't just take somebody's word. You know, and then when you eat your portions, like if you go to a buffet, when I do a buffet, I get a tablespoon of a little bit of everything that I'm interested in. And that's it. When your stomach tells you to stop, especially on Thanksgiving and Christmas, stop eating because you are bloating that stomach up and what's happening is slowing the heart rate down. And when that happens, you're creating waste that gets out. It's called a leaky gut that gets out into the to the, uh, beyond the colon, it breaches the colon wall because the, the the colon can't hold all of that. You're slowing down everything, the liver, the kidneys, the lungs, the brain, the heart, and we need all of those things to function properly. That's deep. Deep, thank you so much. Wow. You are awesome. Well, we only wow. have a few minutes left in the show. Um, I may just, you know, kind of speak to our listeners in, in an encouragement 
on, I mean, you definitely stress the importance of taking care of ourselves, but the importance of of defining what works for your body. How do we go about doing that? Well, first of all and foremost, again, it comes back to that mindset because the head leads, the tail follows. And what I mean by that, when I was pre-diagnosed with cervical cancer, I didn't even tell my own husband. I didn't tell my family because as well-meaning as our family can be, you know they'll start saying things like, girl, you're going to die. I didn't tell anybody. I took I my own responsibility. Well, they don't mean any harm. They just It's the way no. they're programmed. When they hear cancer, they start, girl, you're going to die. She gonna, and they get on the phone and tell other people, and then that's out in the universe, and that energy grows. What I did, I started mixing up green, uh, all-natural green foods and with, with uh, uh, apple cider, and I remember them laughing at me. They said, girl, she over there creating some concoctions. Twenty years ago, they laughed at me. Twenty years later, last year, August, I went to the family reunion, and when they saw me, they couldn't believe it. They first used to say, you know what, she slipped off to Atlanta, she having cosmetic surgery, because they couldn't believe that I changed my lifestyle. It was easier to believe that I just had some fixing done to myself, but now they believe, and I told them, you all laughed at me 20 years ago. So what I say to everyone out there, do you. Listen to your body. God gave your body an intuitive sense to tell you what's going on with it. Listen to your body. It took my brother who told me this morning that he told the doctor six months ago, my leg is not healing. And they kept telling him, listen to us. We know what we're talking about. He went in there three days ago, well, actually last week, and he says, look, I told you six months ago my leg wasn't healing. Now, I know my my body better than any of you all, and this is what needs to be done. Then they listen to him. Your doctors is well-meaning. Look, if it's not a broken leg and you need a doctor to mend it, like put a cast on it, do your best to stay away from the doctor. We say we believe in God. We say we're children of God, and we really do need to learn to walk by faith and do what is already done for us. God has put the food for us here, the water to drink. And that's another thing. Get water in your body because water flushes out the toxins. Water helps give oxygen to the blood cells, which help the body to heal. And water makes our skin age slowly. People ask me, and I'm in my 50s, you know, I look like, I, I tell you, I'm stuck on 30 with the energy of 22, and when they see my daughter and my kids, they don't believe it, but I drink a half a gallon or more water every day, and keep in mind, you have to drink the amount that's right for your body. Generally, the rule of thumb is half of what your body weight is. So the point is, Colette, do you. Don't let people discourage you. I don't care how they laugh. Get a mindset of wealth. In your mindset of healing, you need to have that. God said we have well-being given to us, and you have to invoke that in your life and walk on it and say, every day, I'm, this morning I pray and I meditate every day. I'm grateful, God, for my well-being. So it is above, so it is below. So it is within, so it is without, and it is so. Amen, amen. I like that. I'm telling you something. People got to understand out there right now what she's saying. The medication industry is a billion-dollar business, billion, and I don't know about anybody else that pays attention when they have the different um, things for high blood pressure and diabetes and all these other depressions. People don't realize a lot of times we're depressed because we're eating the wrong things, and it's causing a chemical imbalance, and I had to learn that about me, and now I'm learning about my 14-year-old, but what I have to really tell you guys is Las Vegas is not built on winners. Las Vegas was built on losers. (laughs) Well, the doctors don't get rich. 
the doctors are not getting, I'm not, nothing against doctors because my father was one, God rest his soul. But the doctors get rich because you get sick. And what people don't okay. know is, what's really even sadder is, again, they're in business a lot of times to try to get you better. But I heard a Japanese doctor say this to me, a cardiologist. He said, I don't understand why Americans feel that they can eat anything they want to, but as long as they're taking a pill to crap it out or they're injecting something in their bodies to help them maintain it, it's okay to keep doing it, and you're dying of heart disease, cancer, and other things. we got to thank you so much just for your time. We have to. I'm even guilty myself. Because I've been off track when we moved into that hotel for four months, getting back on track. Please, everybody, listen, because I believe God has given us a prosperous, long life. And we're not going to see it if we don't do the right thing. Amen. You know, here's something to take to heart. Um, I remember when I got saved 28 years ago, one of the things that caused a change um, in one of the aspects of my life, I was a smoker. And I was sitting in a Bible study one night, and my pastor asked the question, who here believes that smoking is a sin? Well, understand, I had only been saved like three weeks. So I'm looking around to see what everybody else is saying, right? And this is what he said. He said that I know the Bible does not come out and tell you that smoking is a sin. However, it does tell you to honor your temple, that right. your reasonable service right. you give your body unto God, okay? Amen. And anything Amen. that is destroying the temple of the living God is a sin in God's eyes because you're walking in, those, in disobedience. And that, that changed me right then. I promise you, I've not smoked since, okay? Because no, of my has. desire to want to be pleasing to God, to want to be used of him in the utmost, okay? I look at what we do for our bodies in the same way as far as our food and what have you. Like I said before, I'm getting ready to go into a whole new stratosphere in my life, okay? And I want myself to be all that I can be in the name of the Lord. I want to encourage our listeners to look at yourself in the same way. Be all that you can be. There is so much greatness and wealth within you that God has placed within you that he wants to pull out of you wants to use you to his glory, but if you're sick, you're out of breath, you can't walk a block, you know, you're having all these ailments, you cannot be used to the best of your ability. So you want to do what's right to be used to the best of your ability to bring glory and honor to God. I promise you, nothing I do in life anymore is about me. I promise you that. Seriously, it is to bring glory and honor to him. I can care less about a position, a title, anything. Because when all is said and done, and I stand before the Father on judgment day, he's not going to ask me what my position was. He's not going to ask me what my title Amen. was. He's not going to ask me Amen. what I drove, where I lived, what I wore. He's going to ask me, what did you do with my people? Amen. Absolutely. My Absolutely. What did you do to show forth my glory and establish my kingdom in the earth realm? Amen. So my purpose is to be all that I can be in him. Because Amen. Right. He created each and every one of us for his glory. Not, not, not to our own, not to be stuck on ourselves, not to have our high head held high and think we're better than the other one. He created us for his glory. 
Amen. So we got to get that within ourselves and do better about better ourselves. About ourselves. I'm, I'm Amen. I'm okay. Okay. I'm trying all I'm that trying I can all that to I do can. better for better him. For him. Amen. I agree. I want to really, really thank our guest today because I know you have thank given you. for some great, great, um, Suggestions and and a wealth of information and it's just been a really a blessed show. I'm praying that our listeners and taking off you have said to them and the information that you have given them. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on and to share with us. Amen. Thank you for having me on. Thank you too. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Well, we're at the end of the we're show. We want to wish everybody a Let's keep it 